The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Everyday Cannabis with host Eva Sativa. This groundbreaking podcast aims to clear the smoke on reefer madness by providing honest, open, and real cannabis talk with no sticks, no seeds, and no shame. Now, here's your host, Eva Sativa. Marijuana, Mary Jane, Aunt Mary, Chiba, Buds, Dadank, Reefer, Pot, Weed, Grass, Chronic, Crippy, trees, ganja, giggle nuggets, the devil's lettuce, dergs, left-handed cigarette, bambalacha, beliando spruce, which according to some on Urban Dictionary is either an Australian slang or the government's secret code street term, not so secret anymore. From black gold to Mexican brown to blonde or Jamaican red hair, there are as many names for the plant we know and call cannabis as there are topics to explore on the subject. Welcome. I am your host, Eva Sativa. I'm a longtime cannabis hobbyist and grower over 20 years and uh, a patient for the past four years. I'm also the Director of Community and Business Cultivation for Pistol and Stigma, as well as the Northern Nevada Chapter President of We Can. I moved from Florida out here to Reno, Nevada to be a proper patient, and uh, I am very happy out here. We've accomplished a lot, and we'll talk more about that later in the show. But I thank you so much for joining us in our conversation today on this, the very first episode of Everyday Cannabis with Eva Sativa, as we all are making history today together. This being the inaugural debut, not only of Everyday Cannabis, but of the first show exclusively about all things cannabis live here on the Voice America Network. I'd like to take a moment to thank the network president, my executive producers, and everyone here at Voice America who has made this possible for not just allowing, but recognizing the need for this show and for their acceptance and gracious encouragement and their patience in making this happen. And I'm so incredibly grateful for the opportunity and the chance to reach so many people to share my experience of what I have lived, what I've seen, and what I've learned. Potentially, I I hope to help and touch the lives of those out there listening who may be suffering right now needlessly, or maybe they know someone who is. I know what it's like to be in pain and to feel like the options are not in your hands or helping as much as maybe they once did. I know how it feels when just getting help is a full-time job with physical therapy, doctor's appointments, procedures, insurance claims, bills that never end. If that sounds familiar, you're not alone. And we hope to help guide you on your path, should cannabis be the option for you, by arming you with resources and education and pointing you in the right direction. For those of you who are tuning in today who may not know anything about marijuana 
or for those of you who are vehemently opposed to it, I really hope you will stay with us and give it a chance. There's never been so much information in the news about cannabis, and with misinformation comes or with information comes misinformation and confusion and often gross exaggeration or what I like to call statistical smoke and mirrors. But behind it all, you may already know or be interested to learn that the cannabis plant is one of the most, if not the most, pharmacologically active plants on the planet. Already, over 400 active components have been identified, cannabinoids, terpenoids, and flavonoids. These chemical compounds may work together synergistically to provide a wide variety of therapeutic benefits to the human body, beyond just relieving pain and inflammation, which we know that they're very good for. Each week, we're going to spin the wheel of cannabinoids, terpenoids, and flavonoids and explore whichever component we land on. We are also going to bring you the news and current events, State of the States, a segment focused on the cannabis laws in each state, what are the laws and what are your rights, the 420 product review, and much, much more. This show, by its very subject matter, (laughs) will be entertaining and funny at times, but at all times, it's a fact-driven and educational show with guests who are thought leaders and experts, from senators to physicians to chemical engineers, entrepreneurs, cultivators, product manufacturers, patients, parents, parents of patients, and who knows, maybe even you. (laughs) We will be answering questions, at first by mail and later by calls down the road. I firmly believe that this show, much like the Miraculous Cannabis Plant, will grow with the nourishment of listener feedback and intuitively lean toward the brilliance of light and positivity, taking the shape that organically it needs to grow to be the most productive and taking all of us with it. So hang on, friends. We're about to take a journey never quite taken before, and I invite you to please join us. Let's get this party started by introducing my co-host. First, I would like to introduce Boris, my service dog and soulmate. He's a patient, too, and was cured of his Demodex mange, by a CBD product for pets. He never leaves my side, and he will always be my co-host, my best friend and confidant. So if I'm hosting a radio show, Boris is hosting a radio show. And I I know it's pretty hard to follow Boris, (laughs) but with that horrible segue, I would like to introduce two courageous warriors in the war against the war on drugs, my accomplished colleagues, esteemed co-hosts, and two women I am so fortunate to know and also call my dear friends, even though they have to work with me. <laughs> so um, I'd like to give a big, warm, weedy welcome to Rebecca Gaska, lobbyist and CEO uh, of Pistol and Stigma, uh, international cannabis consulting firm, and Katie Ryder, cannabis policy wonk, patient, and true connoisseur. She's modest, but I mean, Katie was uh, recently a High Times cannabis judge, so I like to brag about that. And she's also a a Pistol and Sigma's compliance expert, specializing in California cannabis and demystifying distribution under uh, MMRSA, the Marijuana Regulation and Safety Act. Uh, So I am going to start with uh, Rebecca. And uh, let's just get started by asking you, so Rebecca, how did you end up getting into the cannabis business? (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Eva, for your awesome introduction, first of all. And of course, thank you to Voice America. Good afternoon. I'm super excited to be here. 
Wow, my my introduction to the cannabis industry actually honestly started in high school. Um, I was a high achieving, functioning kid who had a lot on her plate, and I used I used marijuana recreationally. Honestly, um, I even I was <laughs> I was the uh, student body president and referenced 420 in my um, in my graduation speech and. You know, I, I at that point is when I realized that the the war on drugs was um, not truth. It wasn't honest, and um, you know, I, I lived with that for a long time. Um, and now I'm I'm very thankful to be on the opposite side of that, to be able to be advocating for a shift in policies nationwide, worldwide, and I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Eva, so much for having me as a co-host. Oh, you're welcome. And, uh, and uh, of course, we've got Katie with us. Uh, Katie, just first question, uh, what got you into the cannabis business? Because I'm always interested to know there's, there's usually interesting stories of, of why people end up in this industry. Well, I'm not sure how interesting my story is, but Eva, like you, I'm a longtime patient, um, and I have been looking for a way to get involved with the cannabis industry on a professional level. And, you know, somebody from the East Coast, that wasn't really possible until a few years ago when I met Rebecca at Pistol and Stigma. Uh, I moved out to Nevada, just like you, to help work on business licensing for medical marijuana dispensaries, processors, and cultivators in uh, Northern Nevada. So I'm just a, a true believer in the plant. You know, I like Rebecca. I've been a, a longtime consumer. I am a patient. I, I'm in this because I'm passionate about it and also because I want to see this industry take shape in a way that is really responsible, uh, you know, for the community, for patients and consumers. Thanks, Katie. Um, and, and so we were luckily all brought together <laughs> and we can talk about that. But actually, Rebecca happened to be there at my job interview um, for for my first job in the industry. Uh, but we're going to have to take a little bit of a break here. So this is a good time to do that. You are listening to Everyday Cannabis with me, Eva Sativa. I'm here today with Katie Ryder and Rebecca Gasca. And of course, uh, Boris, the service dog, we will be right back back after this break. Don't forget to give us feedback on what you would like to hear or questions on all things cannabis. And remember what you learned in school. There are no stupid questions, so don't be afraid to ask. Chances are someone else wants to know. Write me at eva at everydaycannabisradio.com and you can follow us on all the usual social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, there's also uh, tweet, Twitter. You can tweet us. Uh, Google it if you don't know, but you can find us everywhere. We're there. Ask us questions. We're happy to answer them. Tell us what you'd like to hear. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Do you want your business to change the world? At Pistol and Stigma, we know that the most successful organizations add holistic value to their communities. Our government and community relations professionals use methods that encourage social impact and accountability to develop your mission-driven work. Find out how at PistolandStigma.com or contact us at 1-844-476-5448. That's 1-844-476-5448. Pistol and Stigma, connecting people to policy and you to your community. Cannabis is your passion, and you've worked hard to build your business. But the industry is evolving. Every day, new regulations make it harder to stay competitive. At Greenlight Drafts, we think compliance should make it easier. Our operations, plans, policies, and procedures can help your business comply with complicated and time-consuming requirements. While cannabis may be your passion, ours is compliance. Call us today at 844-GRN-LGHT. That's 844-GRN-LGHT. Or visit us online at Greenlight Drafts. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Everyday Cannabis. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Eva at EverydayCannabisRadio.com. That's Eva at EverydayCannabisRadio.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to Everyday Cannabis with Eva Sativa. Thanks for staying tuned in. I'm your host, Eva Sativa, and with me are my co-hosts, um, application compliance and drug policy experts, Rebecca Gaska and Katie Ryder, and of course, Boris, the service dog, who's being very quiet and <laughs> respectful. And so don't don't forget to check us out on social media. And you can uh, tweet uh, during the shows. Um, and we'll let you know when we do live tweeting during the show. That'll be coming soon. So uh, we were sort of talking about what got us into the industry and what got us started. So I'm going to go ahead and, and answer the question that was coming next for myself. How did I get started? What got me into the industry? You know, I had been a cannabis hobbyist for a long time. I I grew up with friends who were growers, and so I learned to grow uh, around, mm, we'll say I was 18 or something like that. But, um, (laughs) you know, and I've been doing that for a long time. But I actually always thought about cannabis as a recreational type thing at that time. So even I, you know, was... uh, a kind of a skeptic of, about the medicinal powers of cannabis. I just didn't really think about it too much until I actually really needed it. I'd been an athlete uh, and a personal trainer, and that was kind of my passion and, and another hobby that I had later in life. I, I like to do a lot of fitness and running and teaching classes, uh, spinning, that type of thing. So I started to develop a lot of overuse injuries. And with that comes uh, nerve blocks and shots. And I think I had eight RFA ablations, two nerve blocks, a couple um, SI joint procedures, a cervical epidural that didn't go so well. It was a wet poke. And I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a wet poke, but basically it means that they, uh, your cerebral spinal fluid starts leaking and it gives you a terrible headache. Um, and, and that was just for the injuries that I was uh, kind of uh, incurring on myself from exercising. And uh, I took more steroid shots than any person you know, should, uh, just like the athletes do. Uh, it's, it's not good on your body and it, it makes you feel 
pretty bad. So my back was really hurting, and I kept saying, I really need to do another MRI, guys. I feel like something is amiss, and, and it's not just the herniated discs. And finally, I was able to convince them to do the MRI, and lo and behold, they found a giant tumor. Uh, I say giant, but that's because I'm a small person. It was about the size of a grapefruit, and it was that's pressing on. giant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was giant. Um, and you know, uh, <laughs> if you guys you can't see me, but I'm about five three, and we'll say a uh, hundred and twenty pounds, about. And so the size of a grapefruit that's pretty big. So they said that has to come out yesterday, but we'll we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, so they scheduled the surgery, and drum roll. <laughs> Uh, here comes the here comes the shocking part. So people out there listening, I know some people this is your your worst fear. So you might want to cover your ears, but you don't have to worry. It's not going to happen to you because it happened to me, and it's like a one in a million thing. But I woke up during the procedure, and uh, they they're not you know 100% sure why maybe I was under anesthetized uh, or perhaps I had a seizure Um, I think I mentioned earlier that I've had a seizure disorder um, my most of my life Um, but I started to convulse and I kicked the doctor and the doctor fell onto the pedal that is connected to the cauterizing equipment um, that was inside me and not yet ready or hooked up so um, basically, I, I got electrocuted through and through. And that's kind of, uh, well, they, when I woke up, they told me it was like being struck by lightning. And so they had to give me a bunch of different tests. To, and, and basically, they seemed very just relieved that I was alive. And uh, boy, was I too. So uh, I was very, very lucky. And I am, I'm, I am still very, very lucky that I survived that um, surgery, and uh, unfortunately, there were a lot of complications. Um, I became infected internally, and I had to be rehospitalized. And I went through a very long period of waiting uh, uh, to to kind of get better, and it just wasn't getting better. So I tried everything under the sun you could think of uh, to heal myself um, holistically. Um, so I tried acupuncture. I tried um, uh, physical therapy, of course, every day, massage therapy. I tried even hypnosis. Um, anything out there that, that you can find um, as an alternative therapy, uh, I did that. And, and of course, prescri- the physical therapy was prescribed. And I tried for, uh, after, after they got me off all the initial medications, I tried for a year to not use any medications that were narcotics at all um, because I felt that I didn't want to get hooked on uh, narcotics on in, in such an early phase of my life. I'd been on them on and off because of the back uh, problems and whatnot, and it just didn't seem like a good idea. Well, that was the worst year of, of my life, honestly, because I was basically a log that, that lied in bed, and I could not do anything for myself. Um, and my husband has to take had to take care of me and and do pretty much everything for me. And at the end of that, I was very depressed. Obviously, chronic uh, illness and and depression and, and anxiety and all these things go hand in hand. And at the end of my rope, and I did truly feel at that time that maybe my life wasn't worth living anymore. Um, and then 
all of a sudden it struck me cannabis why why am i not using cannabis uh so I, I decided to make it a mission to try to make that happen. Now, I lived in a state where that's not legal, so this was very tricky. But uh, I won't go into details, but I found that, uh, you know, because not, not just smoking some, some cannabis that some guy down the street has, that's, that's not real medicine. I needed real medicine. I needed to make edibles and tinctures and get the right medicine for me. But when I did, I found that it worked. It was and it was more powerful than uh, any of the medicines that I was getting. It was it enabled me to get up and to work again. And so I made it my mission to uh, to share this information with the world. Um, I almost, you know, I almost gave up on living. And now I have an amazing life. Uh, and I owe that to cannabis. But I think there's still people out there who just don't know that this is an option. So, um, you know, after the surgery, unfortunately, I lost my ability to have children. Um, and, uh, you know, I still have some issues. Of course, it's not, uh, you know, every day isn't a great day. Um, it's hard for me to eat and I have some other problems. But every day to me now is a great day because it's it's a gift and another day that I can share this message with with people and just try and help others learn and and realize that this is an amazing amazing drug uh that can help so many people and it can also help them get off of the opiate painkillers um and that's about what 80 percent of the patients who were first coming through the dispensary doors when we opened the dispensary here uh that's what they were trying to do. And as I watched one person do it after another successfully and manage their pain that way, uh, I, I realized that this this is something amazing happening here. So that's basically, uh, well, I skipped a little bit there. I moved from Florida out here to Reno uh, and, and my husband and I were a part of uh, opening the first licensed medical uh, a marijuana establishment of any kind that would be the cultivation facility and then uh, followed by the seed to sale dispensary uh, the first of its kind as well here in Nevada so it's been an amazing experience and I've seen thousands of patients now uh, with with various conditions uh, whether it be uh, you know MS or PTSD or migraine headaches anxiety, all, all different kinds of problems. Uh, people with brain injuries, uh, I've seen people who could not walk um, two months later get up out of their wheelchair and walk. And so uh, I'm a believer, obviously, and, and that's, that's what I do. I spread this message and I, I try and help others uh, if, it, if, if it's the right choice for them. And it's not the right choice for everyone, but for some people it is. And so it's difficult to get information right now because, as I mentioned, there's so much misinformation out there. But I, I, I hope to, to be a reliable, trusted source of information here. Eva, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. When I met you, I had no idea about your background. Obviously, you were at a job interview and, and we met somewhat casually. But I think what you say in terms of what is right for a person is so important in this movement in this industry um, as we move forward. For me personally, as I mentioned earlier, I used recreationally when I was a kid 
And now I, I very, very rarely use. Um, I'm not a patient, although I am considering becoming one. And it's a thoughtful process for everybody. It's, it's a different, you know, it's a different set of circumstances and it's a choice. And, and I love how much you've taken care in, in counseling patients through. It's, it's what really brings your life forward and, and your light, you know, to other people because they can hear this story. Thank you for sharing something so personal. You're welcome. And that's what that's why I, I share it. I really want to put myself out there and and let people know my story um, and and stand up and say, hey, I'm a cannabis user. This is what a cannabis user might look like. It might not be the stereotype you have in your head. It's, you know, moms, it's it's the lady next door walking her dog. It's a nice lady that you, you talk to at the supermarket. <laughs> I'm, I'm a cannabis patient. And, um, you know, and, and this has taken me from being a, just, a, you know, laying in a bed, being someone who can't contribute to society to being a happy, thriving, successful human being who can contribute to the world. And so uh, I just want people to understand what a difference in the quality of life uh, this this can bring them, possibly, if it, if it is the right choice for them, as you said. So it looks like we are getting ready to have another, another little break here. Um, and then we will come back and talk some more, maybe do a little news article um, and talk about other segments and things that we will have coming up on the show. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope you'll stay with us when we come back. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, please send us some feedback. Let me know what if, if you're liking the show so far. Uh, let us know what you don't like about the show so far. It's the inaugural ep- uh, episode, so you know, give us a break. And, and uh, so we'll talk to you when you get back after this break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand, twenty four seven. Do you want your business to change the world? At Pistol and Stigma, we know that the most successful organizations add holistic value to their communities. Our government and community relations professionals use methods that encourage social impact and accountability to develop your mission-driven work. Find out how at PistolandStigma.com or contact us at 1-844-476-5448. That's 1-844-476-5448. Pistol and Stigma, connecting people to policy and you to your community. Cannabis is your passion, and you've worked hard to build your business. But the industry is evolving. Every day, new regulations make it harder to stay competitive. At Greenlight Drafts, we think compliance should make it easier. Our operations, plans, policies, and procedures can help your business comply with complicated and time-consuming requirements. While cannabis may be your passion, ours is compliance. Call us today at 844-GRN-LGHT. That's 844-GRN-LGHT. Or visit us online at Greenlight Drafts. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Everyday Cannabis. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Eva at EverydayCannabisRadio.com. 
That's Eva at EverydayCannabisRadio.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome back. This is Eva Sativa, and you are listening to Everyday Cannabis. And I am still with my best friend, Boris, and I have with me my co-host, lovely co-host, Katie Ryder and Rebecca Gaska. And we are talking about, can you guess what? Cannabis. So um, I was just kind of summarizing what got me into the industry and that kind of stuff. And I, I wanted to, uh, to tell you guys about the Eva Sativa, why the nickname Eva Sativa. So first of all, my name is Eva M- M- Merlinda, which is hard to say. It's M- not Melinda, but Merlinda. Losi Grossman. I'm not trying to hide my identity. It's, <laughs> you can find it anywhere. It's not a secret. Um, but Eva Sativa is a nickname because uh, I remind people of a sativa. It's not that I love sativas so much. I'm actually more like a sativa. So for those of you who are going, what, what is a sativa? I don't know what, what she's talking about at all. Let me explain. In general, as a very general rule of thumb, there are three main main strains of cannabis there's your sativas there's your indicas and then you have hybrids now your indicas uh which are are your more relaxing kind of sedating um helpful for relieving pain but they're also you might hear the term couch lock thrown around when people are talking about indicas and it's because Uh, you feel like you just kind of want to lay on the couch and just stay there. Um, (laughs) It's really good if you have insomnia, trouble sleeping, problems with anxiety, that kind of stuff. Now, sativa is pretty much the opposite of that. So a sativa is euphoric, it's creative, it's energetic, and it can be great for depression. It can be great for social anxiety. Both of them are good for pain, um, but the sativa is sometimes used during the day because it's more energetic. And then they have, your, of course, your hybrids, which is a blend of the two. Um, so I call myself Eva Sativa because I am kind of a type A personality and I'm kind of bouncy, bond, energetic, and I really actually need more indicas because indicas most of the time are what I, I like to kind of balance me out and they kind of uh, make me a little more mellow. So so I'm not too over the top. Um Now, most of the time, though, really, I think what we're getting here is hybrids because there's so much uh, controversy and talk right now about genetics. And that's a a huge subject that we could do a whole show on. But I think, Rebecca, you could speak a little bit to uh, what's going on with genetics and the whole theory of indica sativa hybrid and, and what people are saying about that these days. Yeah, totally. So first, I got to say, I love that your middle name is Merlinda. I had no <laughs> idea. That is an amazingly powerful name. You know, I, I think of, of Merlin and like a sorcerer and you're a sorceress in terms of, you know, manifesting and sort of making happen the things that, that need to come to being. Um, and so I, I love that. <laughs> I, I want to start calling you Eva Merlinda now. You've um, met my father, Rebecca, so you know that he was. A, they were my parents were hippies, uh, and I'm a flower child. So <laughs> I, I'm very lucky that I wasn't named Merlin. <laughs> I was a boy. You know, 
but if anybody could pull it off, it would be you. I mean, seriously. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So, cannabis is so interesting, right? Like, when I was a kid smoking it, and you'll hear this a lot, especially from baby boomers, that when they were a kid, that it just wasn't what's on the market now. And in some ways, that's true, because the black market has really forced a, a genetic crossbreeding that lends or tends towards high THC products. And THC is tetrahydrocannabinoid. And um, that is the psychoactive component of the plant that presents um, more generally um, in, in uh, what is it? It's in the uh, couch lock, like you said, um, plant. Um, versus the other. Am I correct in that? I don't know. I don't use very much. So, um, yeah, and then the, the indicas, uh, you know, indicas are the ones that in, in general are the ones that make you feel kind of sedated. But it seems to me that genetically, anyway, everything's pretty much a hybrid now, correct? Well, this is true. Yeah. So, it, we're going to get into that next. We can talk about that. Um, the, the crossbreeding has really forced a circumstance in which the genetic presentation is very, very mixed. And that's the hybrids that you're talking about. But mm -hmm. what's interesting is, is it's not until very recently have we had the technology to be able to lay out essentially the genome of the mm -hmm. cannabis plant. And, and it was about four years ago that the um, genetics of cannabis, of, of two different strains of cannabis, were actually presented and published in the public commons by um, a gentleman named Kevin McKiernan, who's a brilliant soul who continues to do amazing work in uh, cannabis genetics. Um, and basically, through what he's done with his company and colleagues and with the support of, of breeders from a variety of, of medical marijuana states, he's been able to map the genome and present factual evidence that what we understand as indica and what we understand as sativa or even as hybrids are actually um, maybe not those things. And that the other, you know, the certain characteristics that we tend to associate, for instance, terpenoids with one strain versus another um, are, are actually, those are maybe some dominant characteristics that come out, but it's really the genetics of the plant and the condition of the plant that determine how it, how it presents. And so I think probably in some future shows, we'll dig into the real deep side of this, but basically you know, this is why lab testing is so important from state to state. This is why labeling is so important, particularly for patients, because patients really need to have reliable frameworks uh, by which to understand what it is they're consuming so that they can track their, their outcomes and work with their dispensaries and their doctors in order to understand how they're being affected and why. This is like sort of next gen of this industry um, in and of itself, like we're going to be focusing on how to track patient outcomes in, uh, in a method that, uh, you know, in, in, in a broad method that allows us to quantitatively and qualitatively characterize how this really is a medicine. Um, because, you know, anecdotally, patients like yourself have powerful stories, and we're hearing them over and over and over with veterans, with PTSD, with children, with, you know, different seizure disorders. 
Um, but like, how do we quantify that? What does that look like and why? Like that is mm-hmm. like the meat of the scientific inquiry that we're going to get to explore over these next many years. And I'm, that's what most excites me. That's very exciting, yeah, and it's really interesting, and I'm curious to see how it all pans out, because I just note from having uh, grown back in, uh, you know, even, let's say, in the 90s as compared to now, um, it's uh, so many more people have started growing, and then with commercial growing, and then uh, it's gotten so much easier to get access to seeds and clones and things have changed and spread so much uh, that it's very difficult to know, like, you know, if I go to such and such dispensary and I get their, um, I don't know, let's just say I get their white widow and I go to another dispensary and I get their white widow, um, you know, well, how will I know that those are the same things? And so that's why labs testing is is very important and it's important that they're testing the right for the right things and that they're testing in the same way um so that it's not like i go to you know california and things are tested one way then i I cross the border to nevada and then they're tested in in a completely different way so it's all very confusing uh, but it's coming together, and, and uh, well, we're so lucky to have Rebecca with us. Rebecca, uh, I don't know if she mentioned, but she's former lobbyist for the American Civil Liberties Union, where um, that's where she got her start in drug policy. But she's been advocating for medical marijuana patients uh, since 2008 in Nevada, and is a strategist and a consultant who really cares about patients and the community, and puts a lot of thought into that. Um, and into everything that she does because uh, she is a person who just cares deeply about the community um, and has a, a background in, in, in the nonprofit world. So uh, she's been speaking with some people who have some very exciting ideas and, and gets to travel all over the country uh, to go to these exciting conventions and conferences where they're talking about uh this this work that's being done and it's fascinating and I, I you know as much as I love the fun funky strain names that we have out there and they're a part of our culture uh, it is also at the same time important for people to be able to know what they're getting is what they expect and that it's consistent and that they it, they know that they can dose accurately which most of the time it's 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 pretty it's pretty good uh, and I know in the state of Nevada we're doing a pretty good job here. Um, so it looks like we're about to take another little bit of a break here. Um, something that you could write us about. What are your favorite strains? What What do you like if you're a grower to grow? And if you're a cannabis user, what, what do you like to use? Um, so uh, give us a, 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 a holler. Uh, write to us. Write me at Eva at EverydayCannabisRadio.com. Or Twitter handle is EvaSativa775. Uh, We're going to take a break now, but we'll be right back with you and look forward to seeing you in a few. This is Eva Sativa with Everyday Cannabis. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Do you want your business to change the world? At Pistol and Stigma, we know that the most successful organizations add holistic value to their communities. Our government and community relations professionals use methods that encourage social impact and accountability to develop your mission-driven work. Find out how at PistolandStigma.com or contact us at 1-844-476-5448. That's 1-844-476-5448. Pistol and Stigma, connecting people to policy and you to your community. Cannabis is your passion, and you've worked hard to build your business. But the industry is evolving. Every day, new regulations make it harder to stay competitive. At Greenlight Drafts, we think compliance should make it easier. Our operations, plans, policies, and procedures can help your business comply with complicated and time-consuming requirements. While cannabis may be your passion, ours is compliance. Call us today at 844-GRN-LGHT. That's 844-GRN-LGHT. Or visit us online at Greenlight Drafts. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Everyday Cannabis. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Eva at EverydayCannabisRadio.com. That's Eva at EverydayCannabisRadio.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to Everyday Cannabis with Eva Sativa. And we're here, Katie Ryder, Rebecca Gaska, and don't forget little Boris. And we were just talking about, you know, sativas, indicas, and hybrids. And I was just kind of wondering, so Katie, if you were uh, had to be an, either an indica, a sativa, or a hybrid, what, what would you be? Well, Eva, it's interesting that, you know, you say you're a sativa, but you actually um, medicate with indicas. I'm the opposite. I'm definitely an indica who loves sativas. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, I have a uh, much more uh, sort of toned down, <clears throat> laid back, uh, personality than you. You're upbeat. You're a little firecracker, uh, and that's why I like sativas <laughs> because they're more energetic. Uh, instead of you know the couch lock, it's more get up, go out the door, that kind of thing. Uh, actually, recently I've been uh, medicating with a strain called Orange Ripper, which is really nice. Um, I don't have the test results for it, but it definitely smells like it has some linalool in it, uh, which is uh, you know the the terpene that is also in lavender. And we were just talking the other day about how your nose can kind of tell what your body needs. And I mm-hmm. just love sativas with linalool. I smell them and I know that's going to make me, you know, feel a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I feel like, you know, I switch on and off all this time, uh, but I do feel and because terpenes are used in, in aromatherapy and, and they have definite smells of, uh, associated with them. I'm kind of of the school of thought that my body will tell me what it's lacking by when I go to uh, the dispensary or, or, or smell the marijuana that, that whatever appeals to my nose, that's what my body needs. Almost like the way you have, I don't know, cravings, like I'll crave tomato sauce because I think I need maybe lycopene, uh, you know, or, or crave uh, citrus juice because uh, I need vitamin C. How about you, Rebecca? I know you're not, uh, you know, a a regular user, but personality-wise, if you were an indica 
a sativa or a hybrid, what, what would you be? That's a really interesting question. And I'm actually going to answer it a little bit outside of the box. I'm going to answer the question I, I wish I were asked. Because ruderalis um, is actually ah. so. Uh, <laughs> I was going to guess. Are you hemp, Rebecca? <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally hemp. I'm totally hemp. I so, love it. Um, yeah, ruderalis is a land race strain that's, you know, given very little credence throughout the last four decades, you know, five decades when the drug war really started. But it's really an, an important uh, part of the cannabis family. And ruderalis is hemp. It's got an, an amazing industrial uh, swath of applications. And of course, its major compound is cannabinoid, uh, the cannabidiols, um, which are, you know, the, the major presence, the molecule presence that we understand now have um, health benefits and applications as well. I put um, hemp protein powder, I mean, as a consumer, the I guess technically I am a consumer of cannabis, even though I'm not a patient, and even though I very, very rarely use or smoke or ingest cannabis, you know, for its psychoactive components. I am a consumer of cannabis in its ruderalis presentation um, for hemp protein powder and um, oils. And so I'm, I'm definitely hemp. I'm definitely ruderalis. <laughs> I'm so glad that you said that because, and so we've got, we, we've got ourselves an indica, a sativa, a ruderalis, and also Boris here, um, you know, his, his little uh, life was, uh, well, I wouldn't say saved. I mean, you don't die from demodex mange, but it is an immune deficiency disorder. And um, he was suffering, his little fur was falling out, and, and it can get infected. I, I know because my little pug, Fushi, had it. And uh, so he, he also uses CBD. Um, it was so bad, the vet, the vet treatment wasn't working on it. Um, the vet treatment is salicylic acid, some of you may know, which is basically ben or, or clearasil, the same thing you put in your mm-hmm. face for zits. And uh, it's just cosmetic. It doesn't treat the actual root cause, or, uh, which is a, a, a immune deficiency, an immune system that isn't fully developed yet. Um, and I gave him some CBD because I happened to be at the Marijuana Investor Summit and they, they had CBD pet treats there. And before we even got home from the summit, it was already starting to heal. Uh, and within like three or four days later, his fur grew back and, and he was totally fine. So I introduced that product to our veterinarian. But, you know, there are uh, tons of, of totally legal CBD products out there. And it's really important that people know that you can treat uh, yourself uh, um, in your endocannabinoid system and you can t- reap many benefits from the cannabis plant without ever having to have psychoactive effects or having to smoke. Um, and, you, you know, there's all kinds of methods of administration out there as well. So we kind of have a representative uh, of, of all the different kinds of, well, all the different kinds of users of different uh, types of uh, needs represented here and I think that's really cool especially for our product reviews that we'll be doing normally uh, in our shows because there's so many products out there to review that are hemp based 
or CBD-based products that are, you know, fully legal and people can buy them with, without having to be a patient or have a card or anything like that. Awesome. And, you know, I really also believe that sort of your olfactory senses, which is what you guys were talking about earlier in terms of the terpenes and what you smell, really is an important indication of what um, of what our body needs. In fact, there was a doctor from Bastyr University um, that's out of Seattle. I saw her present at a Drug Policy Alliance conference um, last year who was talking about the selection, how patients tend to select their products. Mm -hmm. And um, most of them use the strain type, of course, to indicate what they are looking for. And then they smell the product and their smell preferences are actually leading in terms of how they choose what it is that they use. And so I think there's a lot of really interesting scientific inquiries that we can explore as this industry develops regarding the sense of smell and how that leads to, um, you know, choices that we make in terms of how we treat ourselves. Absolutely. And, and that comes into play also with the soil, uh, you know, organic versus hydroponic, sure. um, because it makes a big difference at least to me, and I know many others, I'm sure the smell and the taste of uh, hydroponically grown marijuana versus soil. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's time for us to leave you this week. And thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you will come back and tune in again. Um, this is uh, our, our inaugural episode here, so uh, cut us a little slack but, and give us some feedback. So, again, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, I'm Eva Sativa. You can find us on Twitter. My handle is Eva Sativa775. Um, I'm also on Instagram, and you can uh, email us directly at Eva at, uh, what is it again, ladies? <laughs> I, I almost got it wrong last night. It was Eva uh, at EverydayCannabisRadio.com. Correct. Did I get it right? Yeah. All right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, until next week uh, everybody I hope you have a happy peaceful and uh, pain free week and send us those questions so we can answer them and uh, stay, stay, stay with us again no sticks uh, no stems no shame and have a great week Thank you for tuning in to Everyday Cannabis. Please join Eva Sativa for another episode next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, no sticks, no seeds, no shame. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america variety channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericavariety.com 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 